And the back training, the key components of the back training is actually helping you understand, first of all, can I identify the setup? Can I execute the setup? Can I follow the plan? And what rules do I need to set in place in order to create this strategy? So that's really important. And then what brings us to the next point, which is the difference between back testing, back trading, and forward trading or forward testing. Do you have anything to say on those? Um, I think all are crucial, but yep. each one plays a very different part in the stage of developing, either developing a strategy or learning to use a strategy yourself. Okay. Right. I I would say before you before you risk any single amount of dollars, if you just learn something new, great back trade it right back trade it go back go candle to candle understand what you're setting up back testing is much different that's where you're going to be able to uh just either run some numbers run a scan that will say okay every time this candle happened or every time this setup or strategy happens you would have made 19 hours whatever it is Right. And you're like, okay, that's, that's pretty good over the course of a month, two months, whatever, whatever year, whatever time frame you're running. Right. That's a little bit more instantaneous. Be careful of those numbers because uh, number one, again, the, the scan that you might be taking might be scanning the entire day. You might only have till 12 noon to trade. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you find out, okay, that, that trade set up the strategy really only works after 12 and I'm only free nine to 12. Right. And it's also taken out a lot of the emotions because it's a computer running your system. It's not most likely not accounting for where stops get moved. um, What kind of candles, what kind of news, what kind of day it is. Was it a Jerome Powell speaking day? Like it's just blanket. Here's what would happen, which is still good. You have some kind of numbers to go off of, but then once you have that, okay, well now how it's a viable strategy, but how viable is it to you? Mm -hmm. Right. And and that's important, right? So I like to start with the back testing because it gives me some benchmarks that say, hey, is this even worth my time to back trade? Right. So I want to look and see if there's some success to that before I waste my time. And there's a few ways that you can back test. So if you have access to, you know, some coding, there's a free pine editor in in trading view. So if you want to learn a little bit of scripting, you can create your own. Some of the scripts in trading view have actual uh strategy they're they're a strategy not an indicator and therefore you can back trade or back test them in trading view so that can get you started and if you don't know how to do that there's lots of videos on youtube on how to actually run the strategy tester and then to um, evaluate the performance the other way is to actually hire somebody on fiverr or whatever to actually create a code for you based on the strategy that you like so you can absolutely do that you can do that through um other platforms like MetaTrader and on all sorts of different things. So the back testing part is nice because you can get, like I said, some benchmarks. If there's a strategy that's, you know, really great, but it only yields maybe 4% of your portfolio gains in the last six months, do I really want to waste my time with a strategy like that? Or would I rather have a strategy that can 
you know, yield me a, you know, 20 or 30 or 40% over six months. Uh, that's kind of what I'm looking for. So there's, like I said, there's some benchmarks to stay, start with. And then from there you go and you do the back trading and the back trading, the key components of the back trading is actually helping you understand, first of all, can I identify the setup? Can I execute the setup? Can I follow the plan? And what rules do I need to set in place in order to create this strategy? So that's really important. And then during, and we've talked about this a few times during back trading, some of the things that you can do. And, and what I do when I'm back trading the system after I've actually created the strategy is to, you know, follow that set of rules exactly for every single trade that I can see from the beginning to the end. And I do it over, you know, a six month period at a minimum, I do that to, to get that law of numbers. So I have good averages that I can work with. And then from there, I'll take notes beside, I won't start changing the way I trade, you know, a month in or, or three weeks in, or after the second or third loss, I won't start changing the, the strategy. What I'll do is I'll just take notes of things that I want to implement or try in the next go around to see how I can better optimize that strategy and therefore learning more about it. Now let's talk a little bit about the forward testing because that's the next step, I think, before you um, really thoroughly get to know whether or not a strategy is is good. So what's your idea for forward testing? What does that mean? You got me on forward testing. Forward testing? Okay, well, you, you've got either paper trading. Okay, so paper trading is actually doing it live and seeing if it's working or put a small amount of money put a small, very small risk to it and actually live trade it and see if it executes the way that you expected it to. So once you've done the back testing and then you've done the back trading, you understand how it works. You've got your rules. You then need to go into a live scenario because everything else was working as if in the past with all history, historical knowledge, let's see if it works moving forward and play it out, right? And see I've, how I've never it can heard implement. anybody call that forward testing. There you go. But I like it. I yeah, like it. forward no, testing. I've never heard of forward testing. I was like, <laughs> Tracy created not only her own strategies, but her own forward test, like she just reads uh, the future. I do not think that that's my term. So I've I've picked it up somewhere, yeah, I think, I but I could not tell term. you where. <laughs> agree, agree, disagree. I've never heard that. But yeah, paper, yeah. paper trading and live trading. Um, and, and again, everybody joins the market because they want to make a ton of money. If you're, if you're brand new, whether you're brand new to the markets or brand new to a strategy, you don't have to be maxing out your account on every single time. They, they tell you in the market that there's no guarantees, even, I mean, watch any commercial for hedge funds or, or mutual funds or things like that. And then they go, pest results, you're on a risk. And you're like, what? Well, it was that part, right? <laughs> and it's like, there's no guarantees in the market. There is, there's a guarantee of how much I could lose in the market. If, if I predetermine what my R is, what my risk is, so be it, right? I, yeah. I know what my, I guaranteed that is the most I could lose, right? So know what your risk is. And, and when you incorporate strategies, understand how to position yourself, have the right sizing. Um, I, I know it's tempting where there's that perfect trade that meets every criteria. You are mixed strategizing and you have three different setups all telling you to go bullish on this one stock. Those those have been some of my biggest losses, right? When I go in heavy on something and I'm like, this is the one, and then that, that one trade wipes out six months of trade. Like, man, it's that that's a 
that's a break, right? So mm-hmm. understand that that you're still putting money at risk. I treat every trade as if it's the same, win or lose, and just kind of average up. Take a take a loss, fight back, try to win a little more, reset until you just kind of build up that month, build up the the year, and you're you're consistently profitable in trading. So I, I think that's a very important and to know and be comfortable with, with even if your account can handle a five thousand dollar R it doesn't mean that you can handle a $5,000 R, right? Your emotions mm-hmm. are going to go a lot more crazier, a lot more wild. And uh, yeah, if you make $1,000 on a trade, everyone's like, hey, that's, that's awesome. You made $1,000 in 15 minutes. Yeah, but then you lost the last two trades. That was the full 5,000. And you're like, well, you know, I'm down 9,000 in the last two days, right? <laughs> so control control the risk and, and be consistent with it. So if you are going to go live trade or paper trade, understand there's going to be emotions and this is the first your your confidence is probably going to be at an all-time low on that strategy because you haven't gone through the cycle of seeing it actually work mm-hmm. right so yeah put a put a couple dollars on buy a couple shares don't you don't have to get crazy right away now what do you think are some of the i guess negative drivers i don't even know i want to call it that but some of the things that people do that are would be negative to their their portfolio they they're actually self-destructive in the process when they're trying out a new strategy can you think of you know some of the things that might be that they have Um, a tendency of doing i think the biggest thing is strategy hopping where they don't really give the strategy enough time Mm -hmm. right and they're like they they you shouldn't know if a strategy is great or bad in a week Right. Give give it three months. Give it give it six months. Your your account should be able to handle if it's a bad strategy and you let this thing run. And plus you've already done back testing on it. You've already done uh back trading on it. You you've passed those steps. You're you have something under your belt to go forward with. And then also in the first week you're in, you're like, man, I, as soon as I put real money on this thing, it doesn't work. So yeah, do maybe you th- that week. Do you think that people actually have a tendency of strategy hopping if they've actually invested the time in back trading and back testing. See, that's a phrase I created strategy hopping. See, so that, <laughs> that one is me. Um, yeah. I, I think people's, I, I think people's attention span of not seeing instant results. I, I think that would allow them. I, I think discipline in every aspect has to be involved in the market. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're over trading, under trading, you're going to strategy hop. You're going to uh, change how you trade live. Then the whole time you were back testing and back trading, all of those are going to play into effect. And I, I think you can strategy hop after you've done the research because yeah. it didn't work right away. Gotcha. Okay. And I think that that might be something that a lot of individuals do that don't put in the time, they don't invest the time. And that's one of the biggest mistakes I see is individuals that are impatient, they don't want to put in the time and they just want to jump straight to forward testing, where they don't actually thoroughly understand the setup. They don't understand whether or not it works for them, whether or not they can see it, whether they can execute it efficiently. And, and they don't go in small, they just start trading the strategy and they don't give it enough time. They don't understand it and they start losing and then they strategy hop to something different. And I love the term strategy hop, by the way. Love it. Good one. It's copyrighted. 
Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And then they just end up, uh, you know, continuing to get negative and negative and negative. And then they always look back, oh, I should have stuck to the other strategy because it was working again. Right. And it, it, it just, yeah, it's one of those things. So, you know, there's no shortcuts and that's probably the biggest tip that I could give anybody right now is there's no shortcut. I actually was reading today and I can't remember what the name of the book was, but they, made a, a quote in there and it was talking about, um, you know, most people get into the stock market because they, they want to get rich really quick and the stock market, and I'm just paraphrasing, this isn't the exact quote, but the, um, the stock market is a, a get rich, slow scheme, not a get rich, quick scheme. And I think that's something that, you know, the majority of traders that go in, they don't think that. And I think that's why there's like a 95% fail rate, because those are the individuals that don't have the patience for the results that that come. The ones that are left over, those are the ones that are getting the fact that this is a get rich, slow scheme, not a get rich, quick theme scheme. And that's the best thing that I could I could say to any of the people listening right now is that you have to put the time in, you have to do the work. And there's no shortcuts. And even if you join a community where you're following somebody else's trades, you could do that. Take responsibility for that. You're still the one that's choosing not to do the work. It's kind of like copying in somebody's schoolwork. You're just kind of looking over and, and copying. I'm okay with it if the whole point is for you to learn. And I know real life trading, we do that. We share our trade ideas and we give you the setup, but our purpose, our mission, our goal is that you take that information. You not only make money to help you pay for the fees to to join our community, which is our goal, but for you to learn and become a better trader. And at that point, have the confidence and the know-how and the ability to then execute your trades on your own and you don't rely on us as a crutch. And that's our goal, our mission, our desire. And there's a lot of trading communities out there that aren't like that. And I, I'm not going to name any, but that's they aren't like that. They'll let you continue to copy. And, and you know what? Take responsibility for your success or your lack of success because of that. And that's kind of my little rant for the day. So. Yeah. Live taste testing. There you go. Albert live testing. Yeah. I, I was, I was very opposed probably uh, two years ago and somebody was like, they were like, yeah, I, I need uh, you know, all I do is just follow like your trades or the team's trades, things like that. I'm like, but yeah, you, you could do that. I think we're there to, to help. And I, I, for me, I think the analysis of, like I, I think the community in general, just live trading is there's so much more to it. I agree. And just like, here's a trade on AMD, right? Yeah, I agree. This, this is what I'm taking on AMD and then everyone just kind of copies it. Where it's like, okay, well, there's other stocks going on. There's other things happening. I can't be in every stock, right? But having somebody there where you could throw your question out and be like, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And then, you know what? Somebody else is like, yeah, I like that one too. And so I'm, I might not even be in the trade. There was a trade on Netflix today. I got absolutely skipped on that would have just ran right to targets. And I'm, I'm not sour about it, but I am, but either way, <laughs> I mean, a lot of other people made some money on it. So it is what it is. Like you can't be in everything. Not everything kind of works for you, Yeah. but I love that aspect of it. Yeah. And then I was talking to somebody who's like, nah, I just, I was like, what? so what if you ever cancel your membership? Then you just, you don't know how to like, you still don't know how to trade. He's like, Oh, I just don't cancel. Like, like that—that's all he wanted to do, and that, 
that, that's yeah. fine. Like, yeah, you just that person had no desire to want to really understand the market. It was just like something on the side that he was just trying to make some more money. And and, and that's fine. To, like, to, teach teach your own. own. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. But... Teach his own, but take responsibility yeah. for it, right? And and that means that you're responsible for your losses. You're responsible for your gains. And, and that's that. So just be responsible about it. So just to sum up what we're talking about, as far as creating a strategy for yourself, you can either create your own strategy or you can find one from somewhere else. You need to understand who you are and how you like to trade how you see see things what your management style is understanding a little bit about yourself and there might be a bit of overlap in that you might learn a little bit more about yourself as you're experimenting with certain strategies so just keep that in mind but recognize that that could be an issue that you need to to sort out with then once you get a strategy you need to back trade it back test it and then forward test it or live test it to see if it's uh, something that can work. I have spent many, many times, I've spent tons of time strategy testing, testing a particular strategy. And then when I put it live, you just said it today, Netflix skipped you. When I actually execute the strategy, I'm getting skipped the majority of the time. There's nothing more frustrating. What I found was some of the strategy and I'd get skipped on all the winners and filled on all the losers. And it was like, oh, great. I got filled. It's going to be a losing trade. It was almost immediate that I knew that, oh, great. I got filled. It's going to be another loser. And and that's why, oh, it's skipped. It's a winner. It's not even going to come back. And I it's happened to me multiple times. So that, that that's the other thing too scrapped. about the back testing. Like when oh, you just yeah. hit the button and back test, like it doesn't account for those situations where like yeah. you just didn't get skipped or you would have had a... <laughs> A bad fill on the way in or something like that. Yeah, so it's not exactly. it's not hundred percent accurate. But if you go through you back trade and, and I was I was telling people before too, I was like the your job is to find the trade, your job is to look for the trade, be able to see what's happening in the stock market, what's happening on that certain setup, and recognize your trade. Yeah. Everything else in the market is completely out of your hands. And it's just it's part of the game. It's just you have to accept things like that happen yeah. and but yeah, I, I liked your hand motion, Nora. You, you were about to strangle somebody. <laughs> oh, else, yeah. But, it's, 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 but, it's, but I, I get that emotion. <laughs> but we are out of time, Dan. So I appreciate the fact that you've joined me once again. And yeah, I'm hoping that we can hook up again next week. Let's do it again. Let's run it up. Yeah. Uh, for everybody that is live with us, we appreciate you joining us each and every Thursday between four and five o'clock. That's the new times that we are recording. Um, for you guys that are watching us on wherever podcasts are streamed, we appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. We will have consistently new episodes coming out each and every Friday for you guys. And by the way, if you guys have missed an episode, if this is your first time watching the Pivot Podcast, if you've seen a couple, but not all, we've got the whole list. You can go through the library, start from start from one. Uh, it's, you know, especially you teachers out there, you have the whole summer off. What are you guys, what are you guys doing? But yeah, click, <laughs> click, click the links and uh, that will take you to the next one. Otherwise you guys are incredible. Catch you guys later. Bye.